This episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at IcyChiller at att.net. That's IcyChiller, I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. That grungy future. I want all the games. It's the year of the Rona Switch. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Happy brunch. Oh, yeah. It's the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 62. What I'm hoping is that you're enjoying this smooth beauty with breakfast. Yeah, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. long as it's not Corona uh, breakfast, you know. Yeah, yeah. None of that. None of that jazz. Well, I'm Clinton you Stanley. never know. He always does it. Every intro. <laughs> I'm Clinton Stanley. I'm here with Hunter Venable. Hunter, welcome What's to the up? show, brother. And my interruption <laughs> pal over there. Ryan Maddox, Ryan. <laughs> Every well, time, I, I, don't, say, I don't think we've ever got through an intro in the show where me and Ryan have stumbled the intro. over each other. It's part of the intro. I think okay. I think that you're stumbling oh, over it's me. All, it's all you think for, that purpose. I'm stumbling over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's no, it's not on purpose. We suck. Yeah, it describes the friendship. Utter, mm. utter failures. Yeah. Uh, speak for yourself. Utter. I like that. He's an utter failure that makes cow mm-hmm. sounds into the mic. I don't know if you so, guys got the reference of the cow sound, but that was the interrupting cow. You ever heard that one? <laughs> I have it. I'll you know. check it out. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? I did interrupt you, so I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible joke. No, oh, it's like supposed a- to be, I thought you were supposed to say interrupting cow, and then, then when they say interrupting cow who, that's when you interrupt them. I was. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what I was He just froze up. <laughs> uh, well, actually, what happened is I had some technical issues over here on my sound. And then I was like, oh, crap, is it working or can they hear me or not? And then I panicked and didn't know what to do. And then I ruined the whole thing. That's so. yeah, okay. I also like how Clinton said, welcome to the show, Hunter, like I'm a guest. Oh, no, it's like a welcome to the show. I don't know. You know, <laughs> It's the co-host thing. But anyway, uh, tonight's going to be fun. And by fun, I mean it's not organized at all. No, it's going to be good, though. Uh, we're going to do gaming news. And then tonight, um, we're just going to drop drop some uh some new info and we're going to talk about upcoming games for 2020 and what we as gamers are looking forward to um yeah i think it's it's, organized still it's just kind of what do you call it um it's a little more less specific segments and then one bigger segment where we're (laughs) going to be talking about up and coming stuff yeah it's not going to be like clint segment hunter segment ryan segment it's going to be right right right. uh, conjoined cohesive unit there in the Mm -hmm. second half of the show um, but we do have some gaming news. It has been light. And with that said, let's move over to the leaks for the geeks. Leaks for geeks. So tonight we're jumping right into it, right into the news of March. I mean, April. Jeez. That's how <laughs> behind I am. Oh, time has stood hey, that's still. That's how far I am behind in my bills. 
<laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, um, unlike your bills, this news is good. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, good news. It's going to be pretty exciting, so let's just go right into it. We're going to start with some good news. Uh, we kind of talk, talked about this in March, that uh, video game sales were going up, and it's been kind of a boom. Uh, well, um, according to the New York Post, um, it's only getting better. So video game sales exploded last month as the coronavirus coronavirus forced millions worldwide to hunker down at a home <clears throat> at home mm-hmm. looking for something to do. March spending on video game hardware, software, and accessories jumped 35% from a year earlier um, to $1.6 billion. Wow. Uh, now we got these stimulus checks, and I guarantee people are loving it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was reversing a seven-month streak of declines to hit the highest March total mm. since 2008. Um, it goes on to say the spike was fueled uh, in large part by a Nintendo Switch, which I have another story on later. Um, their sales uh, more than doubled last month versus uh, a year earlier. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, nine of the top ten best-selling games last month generated more than uh, more sales than titles ranked similar similarly uh, last year with Nintendo's Animal Crossing: New Horizon leading the pack, edging out number two, Call of Duty: uh, Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. despite coming out in the second half of the month. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So Wedbush analyst Michael Paxter uh, told the Post that much of the sales spiked. Uh, much of the sales spike could be attributed to customers being stuck indoors, uh, estimating that video games, uh, video gaming is up 20% compared to where it was before the pandemic. Uh, Nintendo released a big game, and they had parents who are locked in with their kids feeling guilty. Uh, he said, I'm sitting here thinking, the we, we had to have a specialist tell us what we already It could do. be the fact that everybody's <laughs> locked in. Right. <laughs> His job's easy right now. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here was another little tidbit that uh, that's catching on. It says, as video game sales grow, others are turning to gaming as a way to supplement their income. Players are using apps like Play One Up to gamble on games such as NBA 2K, Fortnite, and FIFA, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the app last month saw 10,000 one-on-one matches uh, a figure uh, CEO of the app's developer, Brandon Pitt, said is double its usual traffic. Similar mm. apps uh, like Players Lounge saw a 70% increase in matches and a 50% increase in new signups, according to the journal. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Very cool indeed. Didn't really, uh, you know, I never really thought much of, of uh, the whole gambling thing, you know. But, right. I mean, it may it makes sense. It's uh, you know, not your usual, your usual thing. So, um, really interesting. I'm not good enough um, to make any of that happen. So it's like, eh, what's it? <laughs> what's it matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But that's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool to hear for the uh, the gaming industry. Um, next bit of news, and this one just kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't even really know. Um, that it was on the horizon, um, but it came out of IGN. Uh, Peaky, Bl- Peaky Blinders Mastermind is a brand new puzzle adventure game headed hmm. to Nintendo Switch, PC platforms, um, and PlayStation 4 and Xbox One this summer. 
Uh, the mm. announcement was made at IGN and includes the first look at the game's fascinating time-bending mechanics. Uh, this okay. is based off the British period uh, crime drama uh, that has been a hit with fans since it launched on the BBC in 2013, and it later became a favorite in the United Sta- States thanks to the streaming service um, Netflix. The new video Have either game... of you watched that show? Mm-mm, I've not seen yes. it. Have you watched it? You guys I have? haven't checked it out. It, it looks good, but I just have never taken the I time to check it I started it, and we didn't finish it, but it's not because it was bad. It, I, we really liked it. We just kind of drifted off from it so that's good yeah i'll have to check it out now that i know uh that this is gonna be happening too just to kind of have my head in the game uh, mm-hmm. literally um it says the new video game uh, developed by the team at future lab and published by curve digital focuses on single line a single line of di- dialogue uttered by one of its most central characters tommy shelby talks about how he has no concern for the future no concern for the past, said game director mm. James Marston in a gameplay reveal video. He only cares about one minute, the soldier's minute, uh, where everything uh, in a battle is decided. We've decided, we've designed our entire game around this idea. So okay. uh, the article, it's, it's a short article, but it goes into detail of kind of what to expect with the game. And you guys can go check out the, the actual gameplay uh, video that had uh, released. But it says here, the action plays out from the isometric perspective, with players moving just one character around the map at a time. Along the bottom of the screen is a timeline, which allows the player to move the clock back and forth to set up the timing of the heist. Actions of multiple characters get laid down like tracks in a music file, uh, allowing players to synchronize the actions of multiple characters to pull off a heist. The game will also... pretty cool. Yeah, the game will also feature missions focused on jailbreaks. It's a clever conceit, one that's reminiscent of classic games like Commandos Behind the Enemy Lines and Monaco. Uh, no actual release date has been um, revealed or pricing, but they did say just this summer. Okay. So that sounds really cool. cool. Kind of uh, reminds me, also reminds me a little bit of like um, when you play Civilization. And Empire, Age yeah. of Empires, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, the graphics are cool. So, all for it. And heading on over, we're going to talk a little bit about the Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. We, we don't play it as much as you know uh, some do, but uh, here we are. We're reporting on it. Um, apparently, there's going to be a concert within the game of Fortnite. Um, hmm. Yeah, Travis Scott will be the next artist to host a concert inside Fortnite. The Grammy-nominated hip-hop star will hold an in-game tour from April 23rd to April 25th. Uh, (laughs) Scott's Fortnite tour is called Astronomical, which fits neatly into the space theme um, he's been uh, using for the last couple of years. And his last studio album, which came out in 2018, is called Astro World and will likely be okay. uh, featured heavily in this Fortnite concert. Um, it also says it will also include the world premiere of a brand new track. So he's unveiling a new song, which is pretty neat. Um, the in-game area of the concert hasn't been unveiled yet, but according to Fortnite's developer, Epic Games, it will be in an area of the map that's been specially designed by a team at Cactus Jack, the record label that Scott founded. Along with the concert itself, 
Scott will be introduced as a new icon outfit in the game and get his own emote. Um, so I wonder how that's done. How do you do a concert in Fortnite? How does that I, work? I think they're just going to put an open mic and he's just going to live stream it is what it sounds like to me. That's and you're wild. just going to listen through Fortnite? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it goes on. It says oh, like while you're playing? Here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. But there's interesting. no way because he'd have to be singing nonstop for three days. No, no. It's going to be an event. So it, I'll go into more detail here for you. Okay. It, the article kind of gets more into it. It says, this will be Fortnite's second massive concert. So I guess they did one last year. It says, after Marshmallow okay. hosted an in-game event early last year. Yep. In the meantime, Fortnite also hosted a clip premiere for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, to make sure as many people can see the concert as possible, Epic is spreading the event out over several days. For each concert, doors will open 30 minutes before the show. So players can get in and get comfortable before the main event begins. So it sounds like it's going to be like a a lobby, and it's just going to put you into this giant server or maybe a collection of servers that are connected to this live concert. So you choose, I want to be in this concert, and then just play Fortnite and you're in that concert? I guess, or Or you're just just in the world of the concert. concert. Maybe. Maybe it's like, uh, I don't know know if you're just going to get to go around and kill each other while you're playing, like uh, infinite kills or whatever, you know? I don't know. It's, it's I got yeah. no more now. Yeah, to look into that. It says here's the schedule of all Travis Scott's Fortnite uh, concert. You got um, April 23rd. It starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, April 4th or April 24th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You got April 25th uh, at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 4:25, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then 425, you'll be uh, able to get on at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So those are your set times. He'll be, you think he'll be singing live at each one of those, or they're going to replay the concert at each one of those intervals? Mm, I don't know. I guess we'll have to tune in to check out. I think I think it'd be neat if he did it live for each one. Um, oh yeah, that's definitely. a lot of that's a lot of concerts though. But probably no more mm-hmm. than what he would do on a tour, right? Other than well, on he's tour doing they three. may get one a night, but they're not doing more than one a day. True, because on the twenty fifth he's doing three concerts. Or yeah, it's kind of crazy. So uh, it may even be like a pre-recorded soundtrack, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I know games that I played in the past. Of course, uh, they don't not... have to do all the setup, right? I mean, if right, you can handle nothing... doing the singing or whatever, they don't have to set up the whole concert every time they move, mm-hmm. and so that might be what limits you to one time a day. Maybe his voice can handle it. You know, three Maybe. times a day for three days, and then he gets a good break. And you know? it might not be as long as, like, a full concert, right? It may be only be an hour-long right. mm-hmm. ordeal. Yeah. Um, but it seems pretty cool. i seen something like this back in the day when we messed around with Second Life, which was a PC game, mm-hmm. real weird mm-hmm. kind of world. Um, but they would do, like, you would have DJs that that's what they worked on in the game. They, you know, made real, right. real money currency, and they'd just sit there for right. three hours at that club. You know, DJing, yep. so. Uh, so weird. Yeah, it seems like it's translating now to, to bigger games, like Fortnite. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty All cool those stuff nine-year-olds are going to love it. Mm-hmm. Some Travis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to, he's going to have to like, they're going to have to watch the profanity. <laughs> I wonder if they just have to, you have to be uh, age 
restricted or something like that. Maybe you got to check him over 16 now, or something. I'm wondering, is his avatar, is his is his character, is skin going to be in the game doing stuff? Or is it going to be like... I think so. I saw put, a picture. Or are they going to put up like a, a screen within the game that shows him doing the concert? Yeah, it'd be know. sweet if they had him like they do when they do movies and they put the little nodes all over him. Mm-hmm. And so while he's doing his concert, he's there. That'd his be cool. Is moving it? With yep. it. That'd be, be sweet. sweet. That would be. I do know that they made a, a character after him in the game, though, because I saw a picture. Well, after Unless they this, just did it for the picture. After the podcast is over tonight, and if you're listening to the podcast, go check out Marshmallow and see what they did last year. Maybe that'll give us an indication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As what to expect. Um, next little bit of news goes back to Nintendo Switch. Of course, we covered a little bit of it a minute ago. Um, but Nintendo Switch sales uh, increased, uh, increased. And so with that, uh, Nintendo uh, basically says they're planning to increase console production in an effort to meet high demand amidst the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. It says this increase would see more units produced between now and the end of July. Uh, for 2020 overall, this would mean a t- 10% production increase um, over the last year. It's funny Funny if you look at this, right? You go, okay, look, we've got this uh, COVID thing going on. Everything's shut down. Everybody's hurt. And I've always said every time there's a, a big economic swing, it never swings one direction, right? There's mm-hmm. always people who benefit. There's millionaires people- who come out of every collapse. Mm-hmm. And there's businesses that do well during it. And there's businesses that do horrible during it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, like, for example, imagine your Grubhub right now. Your oh, stocks yeah. have doubled. I mean, yeah. with overnight, just boom. Mm-hmm. And and so you've got these kind of things happening, and you go, okay, well, that's okay. We see two sides are going to swing. The interesting thing is your normal people who, who everybody has this vibe that we're all losing money and hurting, which a lot of people are. Don't get me wrong, listeners. Um, but game sales and console sales are going up. Those mm-hmm. are not needs. A game and a console is not a need. If you've got a family and you're buying stuff for your kids, you may feel like it because your kids are bored out of their mind, and so mm-hmm. you're buying them a Nintendo. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But in all reality, if you're hurting and can't pay your bills, you're probably not buying that. So that, right. there's some evidence right there that people aren't really there yet. We're just scared of getting there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I think we're mm-hmm. on the edge of, you know, another two three weeks of this, and people are going to lose their crap. Right and remember, now, guys, Ryan's talking about overall. <laughs> We know that there's yeah. people out there that are having the real ooh, moment. But oh, yeah, I, I'm over, one of them. Overall, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> overall, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's definitely that way. Um, I think people uh, that did uh, get their stimulus checks, if they were already working or uh, you know, mm-hmm. on unemployment at this point, they're probably like, shoot, taking this check mm-hmm. and having a little fun with That's it true. since we're stuck mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. But in uh, gamers in general, I think, are just, you know, to me it's always been worth having the gaming stuff because it's, overall over time it's going to cost me more mm-hmm. money to go to the movies every weekend or go to the right. water park or to the zoo you know all that yeah you get stuff, a long so. a lot of uh, entertainment out of mm-hmm. games for sure especially when you get them half price or on sale mm-hmm. they're one of the most bang for your buck i think that's out there compared to other media mm-hmm. yeah because you go to the movies you're going to spend uh probably about 10 bucks a ticket if you go on an evening right if you're going on the evening uh yeah i mean in all reality if you got a family of three or four you're spending 60 bucks Right. Because you're not only paying for your movie, you're paying for popcorn, and mm-hmm. then usually you're going to get dinner. Even if it's fast food, that's another 20 bucks. So it's a $60 night given yep. Yep. For, for one night for, for movies. For what, two and a half, three hours of satisfaction with the family? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas with gaming, I get it, 60 bucks. Now I'm going to get probably 
20 to 30 mm-hmm. hours out of that at some point. Yeah, easy. And probably Minimum. even more on a game that you really love, and, right? And if it's a good game, like a lot of these games that are more family-oriented for the Nintendo, you're, it's not just you. Your kids mm-hmm. are getting it. You know, you mean if your wife's into gaming, she's getting it, or if you're the wife and your husband's into gaming. I mean, so you might be six people mm-hmm. getting 50, 60 hours out of that one dollars right. item. Well, I tell you, and if then I, half the time it's thirty, right? Half the time yeah. the games we buy are thirty, or free sometimes. So it's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, nothing that compares exactly. in the sense of value for media. For me, you know, in the, all this, I've been pretty lucky, right? I still got my job and, and all that. But we, if, if it hadn't have been for our AC unit just completely sucking and us having to replace the whole thing, um, mm-hmm. I definitely would have looked at getting a Nintendo Switch just because there's there's some games oh, on yeah. there I want to play, and I know there's stuff on there that my family, my wife, my kid. Mm-hmm. would enjoy playing so nintendo switch is definitely probably next a next year purchase maybe is right what i'm thinking like I'm and then boom they come out with a switch that. again switch to get me right the... switched it on you the nintendo <laughs> switched it on you hey chaotic welcome to the twitch stream we appreciate having you um oh, yeah. nintendo's oh, yeah. pretty slow on that stuff i mean i feel like they're the one of the slower ones right on yeah. getting new consoles out but that's i think yeah, that's they're not good, gonna though. come out with one next year but see, that's the whole family strategy. They know if we put something out and we support it for a long term, right? It's more family friendly. People are gonna buy yeah. it. So. Yeah, and they and they get they they had a late rise, right? The mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch came out. It didn't really blow up in the sense of uh, because the Wii had done so poorly towards mm-hmm. the end. People were really nervous to go back to Nintendo, and then they had kind of a late bloom. So really, mm-hmm. just the last two years has been like Switch Zone. So mm-hmm. they're not even at the point. Why? Why would they? They're just now hitting the boom. So right. I don't think they will. They proved yeah. to us they're supporting this thing and they're mm-hmm. putting out good content with it, good games. So um, they oh, do say goodness. here it says um, uh, it says right here we hope, uh, which they're talking, they're referring to suppliers here. They say we hope we'll be responsive to the production increase, um, but for procurement of some parts the outlook remains uncertain and we can't forecast exactly how many switches can be supplied um, the article does mention here according to bloomberg some of that's going to be hindered because um, some of their supplies and things are coming out of china and other parts of mm-hmm. asia which you know we got travel you know get the bands on and slowing down and what we can and can't send so okay um, that might that might uh hinder them a little bit but um, but it is good, you know. They're looking at, hey, let's get, let's get it while the while the iron's hot. Let's get production going. Right. So, yep. Yep. Well, the last news, last little bit of news that I have here, um, is on Call of Duty. And this isn't like, um, in like game breaking news, right? Um, but it is kind of gives us an idea of what's going on with the game of Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, mm-hmm. um, because you know they did have a. Uh, uh, a battle royale type um, mode in the last Call of Duty. Is that correct, Hunter? It was uh, what was it? Black, yeah. What was the Black Ops name? through four? Black Ops four. Yeah. 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 Um, but it seems like this is seems like a very long term. We're going to compete with yeah. Fortnite. We're going to compete with. Yeah, that one was Legends. definitely more of a trial. How's this going to do? Yeah. Well, um, do they didn't the, really. They didn't really adapt different. it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is very much its own thing. I think, and and people have recognized that. Yeah, well, if you if you like Warzone, if you guys have played Warzone and like it, then this news is going to be um, uplifting for you. Um, Call of Duty Warzone's developers say they have plans for some Fortnite-like events that could shake things up 
more than its uh, seasonal transitions. Um, Infinite, Infinity Ward narr narrative uh, director Taylor Kurosaki spoke to VentureBeat about how the modern warfare story continues in Warzone mode. So far, players have been able to keep up with key events shaping the conflict of Warzone, um, which takes place after both the single-player and spec, spec Ops campaigns by watching intro cinematics each for each season. Um, when interviewer Dean Takahashi uh, mentioned that Warzone has the potential for events like the Black Hole um, that mark mm -hmm. the transition for the Fortnite Chapter 2, um, Kurosaki agreed. That's exactly the kind of thing that we're working on. Uh, right. That we have planned. Again, it's all going to fit into the macro uh, that we've established in Modern Warfare and that we've continued into Warzone. If you know who the also, players are in Modern Warfare, it'll make sense and it'll feel more appropriate uh, to the universe. And Kurosaki mm -hmm. also pointed out that players are starting to find, in quotes, Easter eggs uh, in the maps, hidden areas in the maps that tell more of the story. Mm -hmm. And then I hear yeah. that and I think of those shelters that mm -hmm. Hunter brought up with the key mm -hmm. codes and all that. So Yeah, so I was just going to say, I, from what I've heard, they've been slowly... Uh, more Easter eggs being uncovered and exposed. And actually, I think they're, they are doing more Easter eggs. It's not like when you do a, a normal game, right, mm -hmm. to where the Easter eggs are made into it. They're doing Easter eggs in updates. And so it's yeah. a continued thing, like Fortnite. Same thing, you know, they really didn't take too long to bring to bring in the, uh, the four-player groups and, you know, to bring in the others yeah. instead of just the trios. And so I think they... I think they're definitely standing behind what they said they were going to do, if that makes sense. And, yeah. Uh, we haven't played it a ton, but every time we've played it, we've had a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm betting zombies. I mean, zombies got to come, right? It's got to be a war zone mode I don't know. that's coming because they don't have a zombie mode in the game. All the other Call of Duty True. games have had zombies, so yeah, um, yeah. That would be sweet if they brought zombies. There yeah. would be. Uh, yeah. Just so you guys know, on a side note, I went ahead and looked up Marshmallow's concert. It's a real uh, concert. Like he's got a stage. There's a park set up, and it's just tons of people in there raving out with mm -hmm. their lights, mm -hmm. and he's doing a show. So just like a normal concert, it climaxes and goes through, you know, all kinds of stuff on the screens that are all spread out. Yeah. He's got an emote character, you know, that's playing him. That's but then cool. there's like, sometimes he becomes giant, and he's dancing on stage, and <laughs> okay. so it's all kinds of digital so tricks that they've done to make it stuff hyped it. up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's so that's cool. That's awesome. I'm pumped. Uh, I'm going to get on there. Try yeah. to get in that Travis Scott concert, dude. That's cool. Hey, and a shout-out to uh, Chaotic Blinks over on Twitch. He says uh, that we got well, you should make an Instagram, YouTube account. Um, we have that. We're just uh, just now dabbling in the whole getting, getting out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So you can check us out over mm -hmm. at Delirious Dads Gaming on that um but yeah we're uh, we're working on the whole marketing ourselves but thank you for the compliment we uh, we're glad Definitely. that you think this is a really good stream we enjoy doing it bro. appreciate it or lady either way um <laughs> so that's going to be the end of the news so now we're going to kind of transition over we don't have any music set up but uh, we're going to talk about yeah upcoming games for 2020 that we personally the free are flow zone looking. yeah this is open discussion um and I think it's going to be fun. And uh, who wants to start? And anybody out there watching first. live on Facebook or anything, too, feel free. This would be a good portion of the show to chime in on a game we fail to mention. And if we know about it, we can talk about that, too. 
Yeah, if you're um, on the Facebook stream or the Twitch or YouTube stream, um, yeah, yeah, throw throw in your comments. What are you looking forward to? Um, and we'll get to you here in just a minute um, as we're discussing games. Mm-hmm. So uh, who wants? I'm going to gonna take throw the, one that's already out first. first. Okay, go ahead. Can I throw that? You know, yeah. I'm not going to oh, list all the okay. games that are on my mind, mm-hmm. but I'm going to hit this one and get it out of the way because I okay. think everything else we've got is up and coming. Get it out of your um, system. Yeah, I had mentioned it the other day. Couldn't remember the name of it. And then a buddy of ours, Sean, said, oh, I think it's called The Sinking City. And yes, it mm. is called The Sinking City. Um, that game looks very interesting. And so now it's out, you know, and so I went ahead and looked up to see what kind of ratings it got. If you haven't heard of The Sinking City, it's kind of this... Uh, I would say he's a detective, basically, and he's trying to uh, figure out what's going on with this sinking city. He has mm. what seems to be almost like hallucinations. He's mm-hmm. not sure. Hallucinations, hallucinations. Uh, he's not sure which is reality while in them, so it looks pretty intense. He'll go into kind of this more like a dark, twisted world um, that has some creatures in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to the normal world, and he's basically... It's very eerie feeling game by the previews and by the little bit of uh, game trailer that I watched. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably a decent game in my opinion. If you've got some, you know, uh, some extra time and you've been wanting to play a campaign that's interesting, I'm one of those people that kind of mainly sticks to co-op unless it's just like a super good single-player game. Mm-hmm. This one guy ended up getting rated uh, 64 on Metacritic, three out of five. Um, stars and then 66 on pc gamer so Mm -hmm. that's not a bad game there's plenty of games that are single player single player stories are hard to get a high rank on you Mm -hmm. know and so they fall in that 60 to 70 quite often even Mm -hmm. decent games so i would say it's probably a it's probably a decent game Mm -hmm. uh people that have played it have said it's it's got a pretty good uh story mode lengthwise it's about Mm -hmm. 15 hours of story mode that you can get out of it um not counting, you know, if you're Easter egg hunting and trying to get everything in the game. But, um, so, yeah. What, have yeah. you guys, uh, we, we talked about playing that early on. What, what are your guys' thoughts on that? We kind of, it slid right past us mainly because it's not a co-op game. I thought it looked cool. I like, I like that whole style it. of uh, what they're basing it off of, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the Cthulhu type fantasy. Right. And that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right. So, I think all that But it's kind of got an old school vibe, almost like Eleanor, uh-huh. you know, in, in yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I so saw I like some it. gameplay on it. Um, just watched a little bit of it. It was a while back, not the other day. It was actually a while back, but it does mm-hmm. look like one of those ones that the, like the game trailers mm-hmm. get you more hyped up than the game actually delivers. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. Uh, yeah, by it won't the game trailer, I was kind of thinking it may be. Man, this is a really interesting. You know, that's why we always wait on those kind of games. You know, mm-hmm. but I thought, man, this really looks interesting. Uh, I was disappointed a decent amount by the uh, not just the gameplay how the gameplay looked like it was playing when i watched the gameplay it, it was actually like you see in the used to not as much nowadays but used to it happened all the time a really big downgrade in graphics and that really mm-hmm. bugs me with yeah. the capability when of your trailer looks amazing have. and then it's like oh they downgraded the, mm-hmm. the pixel count yeah yeah i agree with that another game that has came out this month is resident evil 3 and that's something that we really want to get into um, soon. We just got to set aside time to actually beat Resident Evil 2. We played it a little bit. Um, but uh, right. Resident Evil 3 looks awesome. If we had known about Parsec back when we first started Resident Evil 2, we would have beat it already. Yeah, we did. And so now out. we probably will get into some of these more deep single-player games sometimes mm-hmm. um, because we know we can. 
if that yeah. makes sense. It's harder to get the three of us together with our kids at the same house and have a game night. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to do it on Parsec, yeah, I think we're going to... I think if we come across other games like Resident Evil 3 or games that are just like, oh, man, you've got to try this single player. It's mm-hmm. super good. Then we can go in and run them together like that. If you guys yeah. are down for it, I know I for am. For sure. Now, there are some things that I did see on Resident Evil 3, and if you guys haven't played it yet, this isn't big spoilers, but it is going to be more related to the game mechanics. So if you don't want to okay. know that, then uh, I would skip ahead in five minutes because we're not going to talk long about this. But right. I was just going to mention I watched a little gameplay video of it, of a lady just giving like a non-spoiler review. And one of the things okay. she said that's different on this um, is that uh, there's more zombies, like there's mm. more of them. So because mm-hmm. of that, one of the things they did in Resident Evil 2, when you shot a zombie's limb, it kind of fell off, kind of broke and kind of would slide off or right. break. In, right. in this version, they've had to go ahead and make it to where it kind of explodes that makes okay. sense so it does like a flash yeah, of blood. yeah yeah it looks a little little less a little cheaper than it did in resident evil it's a little 2, less realistic because, a little more mm-hmm. animated but that's yeah. because they're upping the amount of zombies in this one to kind of give the zombies okay. more of a a scary feel because that was kind of the whole deal about resident evil 3 is the city's totally overrun by zombies and so they've got a mm-hmm. you know they wanted to make the zombie more uh, oh yeah resident scary. evil 2 was much more deep dark slow than mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3. Mm-hmm. Not that Resident Evil 3 was arcadey, but it was a whole different vibe to it. Yeah. And then I saw some stuff like uh, you could shoot certain canisters, like oil cans and things, to blow them mm-hmm. up to take out zombies or to take on Nemesis. And then there was one where you can set up like an electrical charge and actually electrocute. Like it makes that little area an electrical area, if that makes sense. Okay. So you can Electrifies the area. Yeah. I think actually, though, that Resident Evil 3 was supposed to take place before Resident Evil 2. Yes, it does. Like, very, mm-hmm. very, very close, but it does. Yeah, it's so the event. Right. That's weird that they would do that because there'd be the same amount of zombies then. But Well, the idea um, is that well, no. is the idea is that her and, and some of the uh, some of the other, uh, um, I guess, secret agents have taken out those zombies, right? And plus, yeah. I think Leon and Claire are at a different area. They come from a different Location. area. Location. Yeah. Yep. I yep. think, I think um, if I remember correctly... Um. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> I just forgot her name. Uh, the main character of three people are gonna kill me on this one, but she's in the middle of the city. I believe mm-hmm. in the heart of it all, as it's happening. Jill. Right. It's Jill gotta be. That. I mean, they're they're really close. It's like basically, it's part of the story's happening at the same time too. Is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm. But overall, it's a good game. Um, the person, the review I listened to, they said they still like the original better. Um, but that they did really good with Resident Evil 3. Um, her only complaint was she felt like Nemesis wasn't in it enough for her. Um, so mm. I, I'm curious to see if that'll be a complaint for us. But uh, uh, Did you happen saw, to check her sweet. review for 2? No, I didn't look at hers for 2. No, nah, just one of those I was watching one night. I got you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing my, any I mean, my, like thoughts, my thoughts on 2 is if, you, if I just chose between the two of them, um, you know, it's hard to because when I was a kid, it was by far the first game I ever played like that. So mm-hmm. the original has the win. Yeah. But if I'm comparing them in hindsight, you know, stepping back and going, which one is a uh, not just a better looking game, but a more polished game? The new one is a better game. Mm-hmm. It runs smoother. It just the way it's set up is is just a little bit better. Yeah, it's in the my evolution opinion. of the di- gaming. Yeah, the dynamics of the way you shoot, you know, the way you uh, the way the characters react and all that kind of stuff. Of course, which is modern gaming. 
but mm-hmm. it was enough for me that they didn't take away any of the things I loved about the original. They just enhanced it all. So the new one mm-hmm. to me, they they did it justice. Yeah. So I hope yeah. I hope three is the same way. Yeah. I'm excited to see if they remake four because that's a huge jump. Like I know that's kind of a scary one for them too because number four was that it was like a solid um, game changer when it came to the new generation consoles, right? Uh-huh. The new generation mm-hmm. of Resident Evil. That was the jump. That was the one right. that mm-hmm. um, defined the direction they were going, and then they got kind of arcadey later. But number four, you know, it was like very revealing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you do four, and then you go, "We just act like five didn't happen." Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because five was five was a fun game, but it should have been called Tomb Raider with zombies. I mean, it was not <laughs> Resident Evil. Right now, upcoming games. Right, they haven't officially announced it, but for Resident Evil in their uh, universe. They are working mm-hmm. on Resident Evil 8, and they have said yes. that it's going to have first-person cam view, uh, just like Resident Evil 7 did. Right. Uh, so Now, they have not said if it's going to be VR or not, right? People no, actually think no. it will be, but nobody think, has said for anything I've seen. I think it almost has to because 7 was so scary in VR. Right. Yeah, it was Wait, pretty 7, uh, I'm trying to think. Seven's the hillbilly one, the one that's very inspired by Texas Chainsaw and all that. Were they mm-hmm. they're in with the family? Mm-hmm. I thought that was six yeah. for some reason. No, that's seven. No, that's seven. Cool. But it's a it's a solid one too. So I I like everything they're putting out uh, on their end. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else in the horror genre that you guys can think of that's coming up in 2020? That you're uh, excited about? Not really horror, but we talked about it. Uh, Predator. Mm-hmm. Hunting Ground, mm-hmm. I guess you could consider that not in the same boat, but kind of a thriller. Yeah, kind of that uh, Friday 13th, Dead by Daylight yeah, style yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I can't I'm remember the name, but wasn't there, a game, wasn't there a game that um, was coming out from the, from the maker of uh, Silent Hill? Wasn't there? We just recently talked about? I think they were teasing it. I don't think they've mentioned anything yet. Okay. There's a couple of okay. teasers that they put out on Twitter. Because remember, he, they stuff. said they were making one that he dropped out on, right? And, and we've talked about that a few times. Yeah. yeah PT. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're starting to hint at another one. So yeah. we don't know what it is yet, but there has been some little leaky leaks, some little things that kind of give you the vibe that mm-hmm. something's coming. Which makes yeah. sense because they were like, if you were a horror game fan back in the day, there were two that you would ever talk of, and that was Resident Evil and Silent Hill. And right, they, right. Those were like, you know... And so to see Resident Evil doing so well and kind of picking up steam and making a lot of money again, I would see that Silent Hill would go, we should follow suit here. Let's look at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's jump on that because there's money to be made there. I mean, Silent Hill has a huge following. Oh, yeah. I don't think they were as consistent as Resident Evil through the years, in my personal opinion. Um, I just but don't some, think they have some many very games epic either. games. You know? Yeah. But they always had kind of that Alan Wake vibe to me. Alan Wake was very much Silent Hill like to me in a mm-hmm. way. That's true. That, that uh, kind of that uh, that ocean vibe. You're right by the ocean. Oh, you feeling, know, you know. You know. Now that you mentioned mm-hmm. that, I forgot I downloaded that when I was free a little while back. I'm gonna have to jump on there and play a little Alan Wake. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, I'm excited to try Predator. I didn't get to try it during the trial week, but I remember I, growing up dad used to you know throw that on not when i was super young obviously but he'd right. throw that movie on and i loved that movie i think so for those of you who haven't played predator that, villain is good yeah what's predator about hunter a little bit a little breakdown of how it's played so predator i haven't seen the gameplay yet but um i imagine it's kind of like a stalking one of those stalking games like uh uh clinton said of the friday the 13th where you actually control 
the um, right. villain, plus there's some people controlling the survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't right. seen Predator the movie, Predator is basically about um, this group of mi- uh, mercenaries who go into the jungle to uh, take care of some, I don't remember exactly the storyline, but take care of some guys that were out in the jungle, a bad group of people, they're drug smugglers or what, but right, right. when they're in there, they come upon a alien being that is living in that mm-hmm. jungle and stalking these people. So, um, And it's a little bit then, different than your other horror movies, right? Because you're, mm-hmm. I mean, than your other horror movie, kind of like these Jasons and these ones we're mm-hmm. talking about, because the Predator is... Uh, He's specifically here not because he's some horror guy who just wants to kill people. He's looking for a battle. He's like a he's warrior a from he's another tri- planet. He's very tribal. And, and, yeah. yeah, and he wants a to warrior. come against a uh, another person who's worthy of worthy that. Component. I hope they kind of pull yes. that mm-hmm. into, into the it. game and this kind of the vibe yeah, of the game. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So of course. And so yeah, it is movie, that style of game. Across, I think he comes across his his worthy rival, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger. So. That would be cool. That would Throw be sweet. A character in here. Our, our, our Arnold in here. Kid. And we know they'll yeah. do it. And you know they can do it because they did it for Mortal Kombat. He, you know, yeah. They did the Terminator mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Right. But it is a 1v4. So it's one Predator versus four survivors from mm-hmm. last time. Right. And if, so if you you guys probably, I mean, we live under a rock more than other people do when it comes to gaming because the time we have is dads to game. But if you're listening and you haven't tried any of these 1v4 style games, um, where you've got the uh, villain is the easiest way to put it, right? You've mm-hmm. got a villain, and then you've got the characters of the of the movie or of the show or of the story who is trying to uh, usually not kill the villain because it's just like any other horror movie. The villain in those kind of movies never actually dies, right? That's how they make right. 19 sequels. Yeah, so the goal is something. to just escape the villain for that game, mm-hmm. you know, and so, so you have to get it. away from him. You have to keep him at bay and try not to have all your characters die. It's how these games are set up, and there has been some some good ones. We play Dead by Daylight. Friday the Thirteenth is a good one. Um, and what's the other one? A lot of people play uh, Last Day. Last Year the Nightmare is another one that's kind of getting better from what we see online. Mm-hmm. We haven't really gone back to it. We tried to see um, it on Steam. It's okay, you know. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of clones of, of the original Friday Thirteenth. But if you've not played any Dead of them, they're worth playing. Mm-hmm. They're a whole other breed. They're a new yeah, breed you, of. If you got a group of, of friends and you want to play a cheap game. Go play them. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. Yep. They're not as bad as you know. The reviews aren't going to be great on them because they're very specific, but they're not horrible. Yeah. I mean, they're actually fun to go in and play with your buddies. Um, no, it's one of those games so. that I think you're either gonna you're gonna uh, love it or hate it. But mm-hmm. if you love it, if you do like that style of game and you get in, you're gonna go. These are awesome because it's new. Mm-hmm. It's a whole. It's a. I say it's new. You know, it's obviously four or five years now they've been out. But in the in the spectrum of us dads out there that have been playing for you know, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. this is a new style to gaming. Yeah. Just like, um, just like uh, what do you call it? Battle Royale, right? It's mm-hmm. a new style, if that makes sense. So yeah. check and it I think, out. I think it's it. that whole thing of people that grew up on horror, you know? Um, mm-hmm. You always wanted to be in the movie, but usually when you play a horror game, you're by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And right, this is like right. a whole element of, hey, I'm with my buddies, and we're going to go together mm-hmm. and take this right. on together. It's scary. It's so, good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Now, as far as games in 2020, one of the ones I think look interesting, but it's kind of it's been delayed and kind of went back and forth, is uh, Marvel's Avengers. You know, mm-hmm. um, even though the characters uh, aren't voiced by the movie people, right? Um, I think yeah. Nor nor do they really have the same personalities yeah. in the previews we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think the gameplay trailer, the recent gameplay trailer they had done, you know, what 
last November or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Looked good, I think. Yeah. You know, it's one of those that's kind of up in the air. It could be just a complete fart in church. Or it could <laughs> just be really good, right? I don't think it's going to be a fart in church. I think if... if my guess on this game is that it's going to be an uh, it's going to be an eight if you're looking at that style game, because that style game tends to fail a lot, right? They just mm-hmm. don't do very well. We've in the we just talked in the last podcast or the one before that that we uh, are seeing more games like that do well, like Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Batman, uh, Arkham City, stuff like that that used to would kind of be like kid games, right? They're mm-hmm. just kind of flat. They fall on their face. They're kind of they just made a game to make some money, and that's it. Uh, we're seeing those games actually do well. I think this game, it may not be quite as good as you know some of the top games that have come out recently, but I think it's going to be up there. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you compare it across the board, it's probably going to be a six. I mean, it, come on, it's an adventure superhero game. Mm-hmm. They just, they're never that great. But in, in that category, I think that it's going to be... I think they've put a lot of time and money into it and a lot of promotion into it in comparison to, hey... Here goes your, you know, Marvel's Avenger game. We see it come out two months after we heard about it, mm-hmm. which is what usually happens in those kind of games. Yeah, they're at least taking I, I think, time working on it. That's yeah, I'm intrigued by right the previews out. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Hunter, thoughts? No, not really. Sorry, I was reading about this um, this other game that I was going to bring to you guys. Okay. But Well, that's supposed to be coming out September 4th is the date on that, as of now, okay. as long as they don't push it back further. Um, what was the game you're looking up, Hunter? Well, I don't know if you guys have heard of it before, but it's called Gods and Monsters. Hmm. And um, I'm a geek Gods about and this Monsters. Stuff. Yes, this is a you might have mentioned mythology that a game. Back. It was a long time yes. ago. It was meant to actually release February, but it's been pushed back because all big budget games get pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's expected late this year. But um, it's basically a very bright, artistic, arted game um, based in Greek mythology. Um, okay. And it's made by the team who made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but it is not mm-hmm. an Assassin's Creed game. It's a lot different. It's set in a fictional Yeah, we did island. talk about this. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks yeah. like Zelda. It's got a Zelda mm-hmm. vibe. Yes, kind yeah. of. It's very bright. It's uh, mm-hmm. set on a fictional island called uh, island or Isles of the Blessed, um, and it's now riddled with or riddled with mythological uh, ca- or creatures. Players can wield the power of the gods to battle the likes of Medusa, Hydras, and Cyclops in order to reach their leader, the mighty Typho- or Typhon. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looks really good. I haven't seen. A ton. There is some cinematic trailers out on it, um, right? But uh, of course, there's no gameplay release or anything like that right now. But it looks really it looks like a really pretty game, and it's touching my my buttons that I like. I love Greek mythology, absolutely. Now I remember it. when we talked about this before. Uh, most of your reviewers, basically, uh, like your little leap guys and that kind of stuff, they were basically saying that you can expect really close to um, preview graphics in the actual mm-hmm. gameplay due mm-hmm. to the fact that uh, the way it's animated in a very artistic way, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. when I say in an artistic way, it's not animated in a in a, um, a way that looks like, uh, how would you put that? You know, some of your almost like uh, 2D style artistic games, mm-hmm. right? That we've mm-hmm. played a lot, that we've seen that have gotten popular lately um, with really good, they'll have really good music and a great story 
and sometimes some of them are top down and they're really artsy. This is this is much more of a Zelda style, you know, mm-hmm. in the sense. Um, it and, translates but the graphics well, look, though, right? I mean, it's kind of like yes, the, the gra- like Overwatch. You see an right. Overwatch yeah. cinematic, and you yep. play the game, and it's not. Yep. And that's how different. this is expected to be by most people who are reviewing it ahead of time and, I like and some of the leaks that they've gotten. So they said that this game is uh, is really going to be visually, uh, it's expected Stunning. to be pretty amazing. And the world is going to be huge from what they're guessing. And so I'm definitely uh, in on that. You know, this is a, I think the, that's what is it, Ubisoft? And, yes. you know, mm-hmm. they don't usually go I'm very really strong on games to, like this. There's been other people who have used this art style before, and I'm trying to think of some examples so that our listeners. Yeah, but Amped Up. I mean, Fable didn't have this good of graphics. Right, um, yeah, but this it's that kind of a look to it. It's yeah. not, you know, right. you're not talking about a realistic look like, um, you're not talking about realistic look like Skyrim, right? Mm-hmm. But right. you're also not talking about a cartoon look either. It's somewhere right. in between. It's not cell shaded it's just, it's just. I really like it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gabriel says he thought that God of War was coming out. Uh, is there a new God of War coming out, Hunter? Besides the uh, one? not that I've heard of. Um, I'll search as we're going to look here. at that. Yeah, I'd search yeah. for my keyboard's louder than. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's got a world, quieter, so. quieter keyboard. And then the you know the other big game that's slotted to come out this year is uh, Cyberpunk twenty yes. twenty seven seven. Going to talk about that too. Um, that's on my list too, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not Man. real big into the sci-fi stuff, but that one really gets me because it reminds me. But you know, it's got that Matrix feel since uh, since our Keanu boy Keanu Reeves. is going to be in there. No, no, no. This is not really. I mean, I guess it's sci-fi, but this is. I am into like Mad Max mm-hmm. kind of. It's kind uh, of steampunky kind of like, in a way, a little bit. Yeah, it's what's got the, that vibe. Like, uh, what's another? What's what's your Borderlands? fifth element, right? Stuff like that. Well, the movies Fifth that element. we kind of grew up on, they were real popular with this kind of vibe where you're kind of like futury, but it's like the world's falling apart futury. Total right? Recall. Sh- yeah, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. So it's very nostalgic yeah. feeling for me. And so from and, and there's a show that's real popular right now called um, Altered Carbon. It's the same kind of a setting, same kind mm-hmm. of a world like this. Uh, and so, yeah, it's not so outlandish, you know, like mm-hmm. where you're just out in the middle of nowhere like Borderlands. It's like your city, but we're still a decrepit, falling apart society mm-hmm. mixed with technology. That's cool for me. I like that a lot. Yeah, technology um, has taken over a little bit. It does. Apparently. It right, just looks right. so unique. It looks like something that's never been done. Oh yeah. Um, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm excited for it. And yeah. especially after they showed that Keanu Reeves was in it, I was like, ah oh, man, got I got to do everything God War. I can to support that guy. God of War Five trailer this year. New rumors and news. So it is rumor. Wow. That there is a new God of War coming. Coming, okay. Um, now Gabriel said, "Thought with Nordic it. gods, Odin, Thor. That's the most. Um, that's the most recent one. Yeah, right. Thor so, and them are the recent one. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, the recent most one recent was God of War four, though, right? Yes. Okay. Or yeah. So they're talking God, about. Or was a... it just God of War? I think it was just God of War, wasn't it? That's what they called it. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. Yeah, you're right. Everyone. You're right. No, this so. this says this this does have Thor rumors and leaks, so it may be a continued story from the last one, something okay. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, but on that the cyberpunk really cool. side too, uh, well, you got the. I did not realize that it was going to be set up so open world. So this is going to be very reminiscent of uh, of uh, what do you call it? Jeez, 
How did I just draw Watch a blank dogs. on that? On Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. this is this is going to be set up like Grand Theft Auto. You can steal any car you want to, stuff like that. Um, you other than one thing that's going to be kind of cool about your cars, you start with a car, but you, you can pretty much upgrade and get different cars that are purposed for different things like heists. Some are armored, some are made for speed, bikes, all kinds of different things you can get. But they are all set up with an AI system because it's in the future. So you can talk to it, tell it, you know, to, to go to somewhere to pick you up, stuff like that. And then it'll be able to go anywhere on the map. Can you say that through your mic? You. I'm I wondering if it's through your mic be, or not, but sweet, I know it's a it? command that you can give it. Like, yeah. car, take me to the, you know, the resting mm-hmm. up. And then it takes you to the <laughs> resting up. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if uh, it's going to be more open world, like do anything you want goof off, Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. or more it like is. Watchdogs. It's, because Watch Dogs is open be, world too, but it's got more of a directive. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. you can't yeah, just this has go got crazy. This has got both. Okay, so they said it's open world. You can kill civilians. Every character, you know, that's not part of the storyline can be, just be killed, right? Okay. That are just characters out there. You can mow them down with your car. You can do whatever you want. Multiple repercussions will happen. One, the authorities can come. Uh, and the one of the writers on the game said, you know, basically, you got three choices when the authorities come. Run. Fight mm-hmm. and then run, or fight, fight, fight and die. I mean, it said he said it's just relentless. So you, the the goal is to get away. If you do something stupid and you're goofing around and you mow down a bunch of people, you have mm-hmm. to escape. Basically, um, you're not gonna be able to fight them off, which is very that's kind of how GTA you know, is. That's yeah. GTA. Yep. Um, and they said so. You do have some pretty big repercussions if you kill within the game, but there is an Outlands area outside of the city that is for your looters, your thieves, your bandits. All of that, and there's no law out there. So mm. out there, it's just like wild west. that's where you just go crazy wild west. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I think it's going to have kind of a balance of two different sides there, as for freedom, you know. Now, um, have they have they mentioned at all if there's going to be any online play with this game, or is it right now still just very heavily storyline campaign driven? And everything I saw, I did not see anything about online play. Okay. Um, Which is fine. I mean, this is that, definitely something we could all play together on Parsec or right. You know. Right. Whatever they said that the map is um, maybe slightly smaller if you're looking at square meters, right? You know, or square mm-hmm. miles of the map um, from just a map perspective than the Witcher game was, the last Witcher one. Mm. Um, but they said not in reality because it's much more dense, right? You're in a very dense city with much higher population, mm-hmm. and the amount of content is going to be higher than the Witcher. So the amount of activities and things that you can do will be more. And you've got buildings that have multiple levels, and a lot of the big buildings are going to be explorable. You oh, can go inside cool. of them and, and meet people inside. And there's even some underground content to the map of the city. So they said, in all reality, it's a much bigger map. But if you're looking mm-hmm. at it just in how much space it takes up, it's Not a smaller map than The Witcher. Right. And see, um, I love that. That's the kind of stuff which right the there. The Witcher's like, a huge map. so Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it is pretty big. But that's the thing right there, what you mentioned uh, for me that I've always wanted us to get to that future, which is every building be explorable. And I don't yes. mean and I don't mean in the way that everything's cookie cutter, right? Because you can right. have you can have every building be open, but it's just a clone of the other buildings, Daisy. right? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, it would definitely be sweet to to be able to have unique areas within a whole now, he specifically said it is not and every building open, but there will be many buildings open. Mm-hmm. And within those buildings, the floors won't be pointless. So each floor will have more missions and people to come in contact with and content within each floor. 
mm-hmm. of those buildings. So it's not kind of a, oh, there's a cool building to explore for no reason. Yeah. But he didn't really give it a, you know, 50% of them are explorable. It didn't say that in the quote. It was just basically expect to have a lot of building exploration. Very cool. And I like that because I feel like when you go into these uh, futuristics, like let's just take, and I'm not slamming on your game or anything, but uh, um, usually I do, but I'm not this time. Crackdown, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's a futuristic game. It's super cool. You can break down the buildings, but for most part, you can't go in any buildings. So as cool well, as... It's not it, a story game. Right, yeah, right. It's, it's lacking cool big as time it in looks, that area. Though, as cool as it looks, and, and there's other games that have done it, as cool as it looks... The want to be able to go into those and see mm-hmm. the futuristic parts of it, like you're talking it's about futuristic, sometimes. yeah, you're talking about a futuristic like utopia of like, you know, you want to explore and how look how these buildings look different than they mm-hmm. would in our right. our time and stuff like that. That's just mm-hmm. what keeps me interested in it, you know. Yeah, I think about yep. these now, movies like we're talking about Total Recall and stuff, and I want to mm-hmm. see some of that architecture, you know, architecture in the game. Um, right, I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, that'd be really. Now, are you guys are you guys kind of familiar with the setup for Cyberpunk? I know you've watched a few videos on it. We've talked about it, mm-hmm. but kind of what it's you know how it plays out and stuff like that. Uh, like what kind of a character you are and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. for instance, in in Grand Theft Auto, uh, you've got different characters in each one that plays a role, right? To mm-hmm. where you're, you're either part of uh, a crime group or you're part of this or that. This one is going to have different gangs and sects set up to where even mm-hmm. though the regular authorities won't attack you, uh, you may get repercussions from other gangs if you were to mow down people in their region, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're to, you to do something in their area. Um, and I'm trying to make sure that I don't mix this with another game. I'm pretty sure this is the one I was looking at yesterday that uh, you're kind of... You're kind of superhuman in this game. Does that seem right from what you mm-hmm. guys remember? Yeah, so... Uh, is it uh, superhuman or is it more like uh, enhanced? I thought you were enhanced, yeah. like cybernetic. Yeah, like, yeah uh, cybernetic. Yeah, yeah, so you've got superhuman abilities because of technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Add-ons to so, your hands and things like that. Or, right. Yeah. But you can still die fairly easy. So you kind of got the ability to, to die like you would in a normal Grand Theft Auto game. I'm sure there's different things to protect you, but you've got these other abilities like uh, possibility to see through walls, use x-ray, to bend mm-hmm. metal with your bare hands. You know, all of those elements are going to be things that are we've never experienced in a game like Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's going to, if they really incorporate that well into the game, it's not going to be just like a Grand Theft Auto in a cyber city setting. Mm-hmm. It should have a whole different vibe and feel to playing. Uh, so that's kind of that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I really would think that it'd be awesome if they allowed it to have an online with co-op missions and stuff like that. That'd be freaking sweet. That would be. Uh, will they? I don't know. They haven't said anything about it. We can cross our fingers and wish. But they could you know. do like Grand Theft Auto where it's not an option at all, and then later on be like, here's Cyberpunk yep. Online, you know? Uh, yep, yep. So, yeah. One game that I'm excited about, which you guys will not be interested in because you're not MMO players, but of course is the new wow expansion that's coming out later this year Mm -hmm. um shadowlands i'm super pumped because now they've opened up their alpha servers uh to specific players and they've been letting people that do youtube like content Mm -hmm. creators um come in and play 
And uh, so far, people, I mean, they're saying that Blizzard's turning the ship around, possibly, with this. Which, you know, I've even heard the term could be the best expansion they made. Which is, right. they needed to with an old game like this, right? You gotta do some mm -hmm. things that, that change it up. And uh, one of the things that I saw that I really like, um, right off the bat, they've said that with older races, they're gonna start adding customization stuff. So tattoos, mm -hmm. piercings, different things that you can do to your okay. character. And we're talking, you know, these characters haven't been changed in years. You know, even with mm -hmm. the, the, right, right. the model updates that they did, right? They're still the same right. style, right? So the fact yeah, that Yeah, so the that goal is you'd be able to kind of dive back into your archives mm -hmm. and yeah. re, re, uh, re, what do you call that? Bring life back to those people, reanimate them. Right, right. And then yeah. the other big deal they're doing, they're taking on the big task of, we've now gotten up to 120 levels in this game, which is a little ridiculous. Right. So they're actually going to level squish all the characters. Um, okay. So they're actually resetting everything back to the old days of level 60. So how it's oh, working really? is, yeah, with the new with the new expansion, um, your character will now level from 1 to 10. That'll be the starter zones. Then from 10 to okay. 50, you will pick an expansion of your choice to level through. So there okay. is there is no I'm gonna have to play through these eight expansions right, it's gonna be oh I want to play this this Wrath of the Lich King expansion, okay well from right. ten to fifty I play in that area and that's it. Now you have so the you options. You can go, go to others if you, you want you to. You can go to the others if you want, but the idea you just don't need to. Right, the idea is you can okay. pick your favorite areas to right. level and do that, and then at level fifty to sixty will be the new expansion, Shadowlands. Okay, interesting. Um, and then I'm just really into so the So you whole... can't even play the new expansion if you're not at level 50. Right. Right. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're, but they're also going to... It's also going to be streamlined because it's going to be... Um, you leveling to 50 would be like you just playing one expansion before. Right, that. I get Does it. that make sense? Um, yeah. So it takes away some of that grind and they're going to have things in place that kind of speed along Let that process. Let me ask process. you a question. When you get a new expansion, do you get all the other expansions or do you have to buy that expansion too? No, now they've just done it where you just get the one expansion. Okay, so say I want so to like play if you're this new, new expansion. If you're a new player, you just buy uh, Shadowlands right. and you're good. No, that won't work because i got to be level 50 to play it. <laughs> no, they give uh, free level boosts with your first purchase, so you get a level 50 boost is what it would be. Oh. You get one oh, free really? one to use. Right. You now just start off at level 50. Yep. Now that I would, kinda, I guess I would, that's an excuse that that gives you a reason to buy it and still be able to play. But play in all reality, buddies. if you're new to the game, do you really want to start off at level fifty? Or right, do you, you probably want to level. But now they've done right, this. Right, so new, you got to buy two. But it's changed now. So in the days that okay. me and you played, you had to right. be the same level to level together. Well, now right. now they've already put in new updates where they do a they system called party sync. So if I'm right. a, if I'm a max level and you're level ten, it'll actually right. bring my level down to you. And then mm -hmm. I can play missions with you, just like you would in, right. in these okay. newer games. Um, okay. Now, some of the changes they've done with UI stuff on here, sweet too. They're now implementing um, objective markers for main storyline. So, okay. In in WoW, it's kind of like Skyrim and those kind of games where you get all these right. missions at once. And you're like, oh right. my god, what do I do with all these quests? Right, right. Yep. So uh, what they're doing now is they have a special marker above the, the NPC's head that will tell mm -hmm. you what the main storyline is. So if you don't want to have to focus on those other side quests, you can right. stay on the campaign story. Um, and okay. then they've also added like a 3D marker. So if you're looking for an object, 
when you're in a cave, it'll actually show uh, the marker through the walls and stuff. So you know, oh, it's up here. You're not going to get gotcha. losses. So doing a lot of fine tuning, and um, mm-hmm. so they're not just doing the new expansion. It feels like they're rebuilding their old game, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, you know, they're updating the and making it modern, uh, which is you know key to survival of a game like that. It's still going right. to play like WoW. You know, it's still going to be you're hitting your buttons, right. do your spells, and you know mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. That's WoW. Um, yeah, yeah. I but, don't think WoW people would want anything different. WoW, the people playing WoW don't want it to suddenly become Borderlands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're playing mm-hmm. WoW because they like WoW. Yeah. Now, and this expansion will be sweet because you're going into the afterlife, which okay. I love that. I love that whole fantasy of. You know, it's, it's going to borrow from a lot of different things of culture, of what death is, mm-hmm. right? Um, so mm-hmm. there's a zone that looks very heaven-like. You know, you have the golden rolling fields and, you know, right. the pearly <laughs> gates and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have the zones that are more... Um, dark. Yeah, dark. And, you know, so they do a lot of different style things, which is cool. So I'm just kind of pumped about that overall storyline. And then they're introducing mm-hmm. another uh, game element that I like, which is the Tower of Torghast. And so the idea is we storm this tower to take on these evil creatures, these evil beings that are mm-hmm. kind of poisoning the afterlife world, right? Um, okay. But it works kind of like Rogue Legacy. So you go in as your character, and I think I need to make sure because um, I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah. So Torghast, the Tower of Torghast, you can either do by yourself, so it's good single-player content, or you can do up to five people as a group and go in and storm the tower. Um, and so what's okay. cool is the tower itself changes every time you go in. It gotcha. uh, procedurally changes. Um, you're going to find different items. You're going to find skills related to your class that you normally can't do in the regular world that you can mm-hmm. do in Torghast. So you can have these ah, crazy okay. builds that you do and... Uh, things like that specifically for this and you're going to get better gear you're going to get you know and so it's one of those things of it's simple it's a simple concept but it's good for creating new content within the sweet the place you just made me think of a random question Uh, hunter did you happen to see i don't think it is but does gods and monsters have any co-op content or it's a single player game uh i didn't see any co-op but that doesn't mean that it's not i just from what i've seen it looks like a story mode game I don't think I saw anything either. See that mm. that game looks like it'd be great for. I saw that how WoW I... was. Sorry, back to WoW for a second. I saw WoW was getting a little bit of heat around him because the Torga or Torgas, so you say mm-hmm. Torgas mm-hmm. Tower, kind of looked like Sauron from. Oh yeah. Oh really? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But I mean, come on, that game borrows from so much stuff. It's like, and they're you know that they're very big Lord of the Ring fans, so. Mm. you know that doesn't surprise me uh but yeah i can i think the hate i think the hate with blizz is just kind of there you know what i mean yeah oh yeah i, yeah. I, I think it's uh, a common thing i now. think it's always been love hate you know what i mean there's yeah. this thing where they've done epic things and they're so big and they're so huge and they have so many followers and then there's this why the freak would you ever go and do that that's mm-hmm. always been with blizz you've mm-hmm. got both sides and they I think it's because they push their limits. So when you mm-hmm. when you push the limits on things, on some things, you just go big, right? It's go mm-hmm. big or go home. Then every time you do anything that's kind of like meh, it's like extra meh. Because mm-hmm. you're like, what the freak is this? Why did you even yeah. tell us about this? Why did you offer this? Why did you make it? And it People seems like the bigger, it. it seems like the bigger too, it's kind of that corporate thing, right? The bigger they get, mm-hmm. the more decisions start changing. And yep. it's not yep. the small, 
the harder lovable mom and pop gaming company that you like. You know? That's right. Yep. Um, yep. And I'm, I'm finding that with, with not just them, but other gaming companies too. Any yeah. company. Yeah. Any company, once you get so big, you're it's just like a Hollywood star, right? Like there's Hollywood stars you love when they're young actors mm-hmm. and you're and just like big. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You, even you'll watch them on talk shows and you're like, that's my guy. He's a real dude right there. 10 years from then you're like, Oh, he's crazy. He's, <laughs> he's lost. What it. the frick is he talking Jim about? Carrey. Yeah. He's <clears> just <throat> in this. <throat> yeah. No, Jim Carrey's just, he's still, he, I think he's still an original weirdo. Yeah, but if you're talking, I'm talking about people that you could tell just kind of join the, uh, you know, the the mold. They just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I can't say this and I can't say that. And I got to be, here's one, for example, uh, Kevin Hart. He's one of those. Mm. Love the guy. Well, you know, he's a little, was over the top when he was younger and getting mm-hmm. started. Now he's gotten so big that he's regulated all the time. Regulated, regulated, regulated. Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch him just talk on interviews and stuff like that, he's a different guy. Yeah. Still, still think he's hilarious. It kind of happened to he's Eddie just, Murphy, right? Yep, Eddie Murphy the same way. Yep, things things just you know you gotta adapt. Yeah, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish you could just be who you are. You got famous who you were. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to change mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, I tell you, Robin but Williams, man. You grow up on Robin Williams, and then yep, your your high school age, and you watch his stand up comedy. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! <laughs> and you're like, whoa, whoa, shocked you? Whoa! I thought he was like the cleanest guy out there. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Clean, maybe. I got a game. That's, yes. That's, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a game that's kind of out of left field, um, which I kind of like games out of left field. Is if they're good, sometimes they're horrible. This one seems like uh, they're really putting some time into it, so I'm going to mention it. This one's called, uh, see if I can pronounce it right, Ghost of Shuhima. Shuhima? Shushima? Shushima. Shushimi? Shushima. Um, and this is basically a storyline game that is a samurai, okay? Mm. And so basically, and this is based off of the true stories and events that happened in uh, 1274, okay? When the Mongols were taking over the areas that the samurais were the guardians of. Mm. And uh, this guy is raised as a, you know, as a samurai. He's taught, you know, uh, you know, this whole idea of, we kill when we have to kill, and we look our enemies in the eyes and treat them with respect as we kill them. And you know what I mean? There's dignity within what a samurai is. That's what makes us a samurai. And then he basically just sees all of his people get raped and pillaged, and uh, comes back with a vengeance. And they call him Ghost. Okay. Um, he, he's kind of the storyline looks like he's kind of fighting this battle internally too, um, where the true samurai in him knows he shouldn't just be going for blood right mm-hmm. um but the him that saw everybody he knows and loves die is saying screw it i've got these skills i'm going to use them and so that's the that's kind of the starting point for this story if that makes sense uh it, it looks like, like the, the back sorry it kind of looks like the backstory for that uh samurai on uh dead by daylight mm-hmm. oh that's yeah what he true. started yeah. he started his revenge and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm turn into a monster mm-hmm. right right uh and that may be because this is based off a true story right so, they so the, the idea may be a lore from japan right mm-hmm. that actually exists that that we're seeing that from and did by daylight too and so you're playing as this character uh basically going through and and doing dirt to these dudes that, that took everybody out right? right uh it says it's the biggest game sucker punch has ever made by by a large scale margin mm-hmm. between their last biggest so this game is, in this, this game. So this is the make and break right here. This is 
right. this could turn them into a, a major player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and the mechanics of the game looks pretty good. The graphics of the game looked good. The story sounded good. And, of course, the preview looked good, you know. Mm. Uh, but it's interesting. Uh, can I think of a, a modern-day game where you play out as a as a samurai? I think it's kind of got that Assassin's Creed mm. vibe and twist to it. You know what yeah, I mean? You I can like tell that. he kind of sneaks around. He kind of is an assassin-type guy. Mm-hmm. Silent killing and things like that is part of the game. So it's got a little bit of that sneak aspect mm-hmm. to it in the, some of the gameplay stuff. Um, so, I yeah, that one looks interesting the, to me. Like the Neo. Neo, uh, I think it was Neo 2. What is this supposed to come out? Maybe. Um, I don't know if you're Neo talking about 2, the one I just mentioned or Neo. Yeah. No, Neo. Yeah. But it's similar. Uh, it's I'm a it's, about it's a samurai type deal, right? Um, but it plays oh, okay. it plays kind of like. Um, oh, I see. Oh, mm-hmm. what's the name? Now I can't think of the name. Super hard game. Medieval. Yeah. Um, um, not Bloodborne, but what's? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I know the people in the podcast are like, Good Lord, Lord, yeah. Why did I go blank? <laughs> Dude, I can't remember. I have no clue what you're talking about. I'm not going to lie. No idea what you're talking about. Hold on. Hunter's going to look it up. But anyway. Let me bounce around on you. This one's coming out June 26th, 2020. Okay. Ghost is coming out June 26th, 2020. We'll have to check it out, too. Even if it's single player, that's something we could do campaign-wise. Yeah, it's a full single player. I didn't see anything about it being open world. I don't think it is. I think it's more like God of War, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, another game, and this is going back to the past that I liked, is the Dynasty Warriors game. And that's mm-hmm. the one where you can multiplayer together, but you just go through and fight tons and tons of soldiers. But it's based off right. the uh, the the Asian wars, right? So you're different right. different uh, generals within that um, area yeah. of history, and you yeah. You know we haven't played uh, we haven't played Gears Five either. That's a co-op. No, game. we haven't. That's that, true. I know we'd have a blast playing. Mm-hmm. We just got to check them out, out there. Ex- we haven't that, got to yet. That that Xbox Live PC thing. We got to check that out. And see how it works. We haven't done it yet. Yep. Any other games that you're um, looking for, Hunter, that you're looking forward to as we wrap up here? Um, There's nothing. Like, I found this game by Ubisoft also that is a pirate game. It's called uh, um, Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty interesting. I, I think I, I've heard of Skull and Bones, actually, now yeah. that you mention it. I think I've seen it. Looks That's funny. Skull and Bones. Me and, me and the wife had a conversation just yesterday about the, um, the what do you call it, uh, Secret Society Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. yeah that some, mm-hmm. of the, some of the elite are attached to, like the bushes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's weird that you just say that. Cause I, I haven't even heard that term for a long time. I mean, you hear, I mean, we know you where that comes free, from. Freemason you know and, and Illuminati, but not so much Skull right. and Bones. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I'm still trying to figure it out what that game is why am i blinking so hard on it i've got oh one left gosh. if you don't have any clint this one looks this one looks really interesting to me i was just going to mention those, you go knows. ahead and do yours first i'll do mine after okay it's this done. is my last one that i had on my kind of hey what's up and coming interesting list mm-hmm. this one's called god godfall have you heard of it mm-hmm. i've heard the name godfall. but i haven't actually checked into it gotcha godfall is a um basically it's a open world style game like you would say um borderlands it's a mm-hmm. co-op game three player co-op drop in drop out whenever you want to so just like borderlands mm-hmm. right um except for this is a melee based game set up in kind of a mythological style 
where you're battling creatures and you're battling with the elements of the gods, if mm. that makes sense. And so um, your character completely changes based on the, I forget what they call it, but it's basically an armor set that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and your character will look different and everything when you wear this armor set. And so your essence it's- is captured within that. And then it's going to be how you fight, what your strengths are, things like that. There's uh, basically five different worlds within this world, and it's the elements, I think it is. So you've got earth, wind, fire, um, water, and then spirit mm-hmm. are these different okay. places to go battle within. And each one of these areas look completely different and have completely different kinds of characters to battle. Uh, and it, all of your battle is virtually melee, maybe a little bit of bow and arrow, might be like the extent of projectile mm-hmm. fighting. Um but it looks pretty epic. The creatures look pretty epic. Your characters look pretty good. The graphics look good. This would be a PS5 first release. So it should Ooh, come with, okay. the, with the new PS5. And on PC, guys, if you're listening. It's, but it's a PS5 exclusive when it comes to the consoles. Okay. Um, but yeah, Content. Godfall. You should definitely check it out. It looks interesting. Yeah. I've, I've seen Godfall. I've seen the, uh, the previews for it. But um, Clinton, it's called Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, that's Jeez. right. Dark Souls. Man, why could wow. I not remember that? Any other time I yeah. remember it, but yeah. not today, apparently. Uh, the final, I actually had two games I was going to mention. First one I'll kind of okay. go over fast because there's not a lot to it, right? Is Dying Light mm-hmm. 2. Um, okay. I'm going to keep my eye out for that one um, just because we love zombie games, right? And Dying mm-hmm. Light um, was very reminiscent of um, Dead Island. Kind of had that right. style, um, that first-person perspective. It had some cool, some cool little features that they added to that. So, uh, Dying Light Two, um, you know. I'm now that's co-op too, like Dead Island, right? I think Dying Light Two is going to be. Yeah, I'm not. Dying was, Light was One was number I, one. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's going to be something. Kind of keep your eye out for. I think the zombies okay. in that one can kind of run and jump. So. Okay. That's that kind of made that game more interesting. Um, so yeah, Sweet. for the zombie fix, I'm going to be watching out for that, but I won't buy it when it releases, but I will, right. um, you know, possibly get it if it's successful and that's coming out in mm-hmm. the spring. That's for PC, PS4 and Xbox one. And then okay. the final game that I wanted to mention, which is zombie related. Um, but the only way you're going to get this one is if you have a PlayStation four, um, is the last of us part two, um, oh, really? which has been delayed indefinitely at this point. So we don't know when it's going to come out now because of everything okay. that's went down. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely want to get back into Joel and Ellie's uh, storyline, which is. You yeah. Know, the last of, of us is the one that I asked you about recently and said, how was mm-hmm. that? And you were like, yeah, it's definitely good. That's mm-hmm. one yeah, I was of out the of year. gaming when that came out. Yep. Let's, let's put it this way. I'm not great anymore at finishing story campaigns by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother-in-law, Sean, let me borrow the game. Or he shared, right. shared it with, game shared it with me uh, right. through PlayStation, and I, and I beat it. Yeah. I beat the entire game. And that's game. only on PlayStation? That's only going to be on PlayStation 4. So that's a PlayStation how long did it? How long did it take you, Clinton? Um, I think overall with having a newborn at the time, um, two weeks, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so I did probably. it in like five days or something like that. Yeah, I mean, nice. that was probably putting in maybe an hour a night, something like that, maybe, you know. Okay. Throughout yeah. the week. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that game has an awesome story and everything to it and mm-hmm. uh, great gameplay. I need to look into that. Yeah, so it looks really good. I just, I know it'll be good. It's just when when's it going to come out, you know. 
Um, as far That's as single player only, also right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. no co-op. Mm-hmm. From what yeah. I know of, yeah. Um, anything you guys just to wrap up the the show? Anything you guys want to see in these next gen consoles, or that you're hoping for? What 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 do you think the big jump will be, or or what do you want to see in it? For me, it's just immersive. I want to be more immersive. I don't know what that looks like. You know, obviously, I'm not mm-hmm. the one mm-hmm. that develops these types of things and understands what could be next edge or what's right around the corner. But man, that's the whole point for me in video games and books and movies is to take me mm-hmm. to a new place that I can get away from right. the reality. Um, and, you know, uh, so next gen, I mean, just diving deeper into the submersiveness of I'm in this game, like taking you to a new place, you know, just like we were saying with uh, cyberpunk, you know, no limits like think of mm-hmm. a game where there's no limits like you can just right. go into every building and it's different mm-hmm. you know every building's right. different it's it's you know a real life map stuff like that is is what i'm kind of pumped to see yeah um you I think, know and that may not be I think just in the, in the next gen but yeah whatever. well i think we're on the edge though right because i mean yeah. if you yeah. think of if if developers would think of okay well maybe this map doesn't need to be as big right you can start shrinking mm-hmm. your game down, but have it incredibly detailed, mm-hmm. right? Right to the to the point that it would blow people's minds. And I think as we see more cloud-supported gaming, like we're seeing more and more PlayStation and Xbox games that are also um, they're not just more powerful um, consoles, but you're also getting um, some backup from the cloud for processing and things like that. That's why they're only be able to be played online, if that makes sense. So. We saw, you know, the big the big dud uh, that we just mentioned, Crackdown Three, try to really use that, and it didn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like it didn't happen well. Um, that's how they were going to make the whole world destructible and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's the next stage. But if you combine that with a uh, what I would call a localized AI, meaning it's a it's an AI that's limited, right? Just mm-hmm. like we're seeing we're seeing graphics updated by AI now that are phenomenal. Um, so if you brought an AI into a game that could do things like shift the game all the time the developers are not having to work on it but the the ai is learning how the gamers are playing and it says look we need to have some event happen over here with this gang where this whole city block is leveled and now this thing's happening and the ai just develops a new story consistently as you play the game i think that's something in the next three to five years we're looking towards i think that's something that we never even really thought about much before but um we know ai is capable of doing it it's how they're going to implement that into gaming that would make sense, right? Because then that AI would take, obviously, the base graphics are designed by these guys who are coming up with the idea for the game mm-hmm. and giving the AI some parameters. And then the AI would go, look, here's what we're going to do here. Boom, whatever's going to happen. To, you know, you're know, you going to have trees or plants or whatever that's that's growing or cropping up, depending on what you did in the world and what building you destroyed and mm-hmm. some things, stuff like that. I don't know. I, I see more more computer interaction with the actual world that's going to adjust it on a real-time basis. Um, I want to see some people just go super, super realistic. Like some of that Unreal 4 engine stuff that we were looking at early on Mm -hmm. that was, remember, like six months ago that was just, like, Mm mind-blowing? I want to see that in games where it's like, this is real life. Mm -hmm. That looks like some real people talking. I want to see that. And then I want to see the other side where they make a fantasy world that's so sharp and so realistic, but fake that mm-hmm. it still immerses you like hunter saying mm-hmm. like say this game i think this game uh what was it called gods and monsters they're taking a good twist to we're gonna go very very high end 
on the graphics, mm-hmm. but we're not going to go realistic in accordance to your world, but we're still going to go really, right. really in depth, sharpness and detail, but in an artificial world. I think with anything long term like that, too, you have to be thinking that way. Like that's one of uh, World of Warcraft's big successes was they mm-hmm. did a very cartoonish animated right. look to it that now um, as they update the new zones, their art has mm-hmm. gotten way better. So when you look at the right. the art style of it is phenomenal now. But really, mm-hmm. it's still art, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Whereas, whereas games that were made in 2004 that went for the very realistic vibe, that were right. games that wanted to be MMOs, well, they age very badly. Um, right. And so it's easier for these games to kind of adapt with those art styles. So. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's the, that's the difference we're talking about. I want to see a progress in photorealistic. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to see photorealistic go all the way. But then I also want to see the artistic go all the way. We're heading in the right direction in gaming. You know, like I said, with VR, um, nothing like some of the VR stuff I've done, right? I can't replicate that experience. And so, yeah, um, there's some limits to it, but there's also things about it that make it amazing, you know? Right. Um, So I love the way that we're headed in gaming. I'm super excited. I want it to happen now before I'm too old and can't see it or hear it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I need need it to kind of happen. Well, someday, <laughs> Clinton, they'll be able to just hook it straight into the brain, so it won't matter if you can see here. Yeah, or, if Elon you know. Musk can hook us up here, you know, we'll be set. Yeah. I'd love to see a campaign mirrors. game kind of do what Alan Wake said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, new age with the high-end graphics. Like, say, we all like watching shows, right? Mm-hmm. But let's have a series, a show, that comes out with maybe, maybe it's got two hours of gameplay, and we get a new episode every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these guys cool. are and these guys are releasing this new stuff and with the help of ai you can do it that kind of toggled that kind of toggled uh, a little memory in my head which was within this last year i saw a game that was being made that's like a detective type game um, mm-hmm. and it's literally a movie it's, perfect it's a game and everybody logs right. in either through their phone or through their controller on the playstation or whatever it's like mm-hmm. a party game and you sit down, you okay. watch it, and the whole group votes on what that character is supposed to do at crucial points within the game. Yeah. And then it dictates what happens within that, and there's different endings yeah. and things like that. But it's, cool. a, but it's like a an inter- Like an interactive show. You're basically yeah. playing an interactive show. Mm-hmm. I think people would love it. Big future gaming, the next steps that I would like to see in generations to come is, like, like I said, immersing us into the game more in some way, whether that's VR Mm-hmm. Or just making things feel more realistic in your controller, stuff like yep. that. And then two, I think if you can really take what No Man's Sky did, mm-hmm. refine it, and make mm-hmm. it something really good, like Ryan's talking okay. about AI changing things, the algorithms, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, you could make a whole city on algorithms, just like No Man's Sky right. did with these planets. Right. Right. And you walk into a room. Okay. Well, it's it may have some of the same types of bases that another. Right. Room has, but it's going to be different. Does it mm-hmm. make sense? So I think we'll right. see stuff like that. Um, but I, I do hope that somebody tries to amp it up and, and learn it and get better at it before that they launch a game with it. What, and, and so from what I, what I hear from you guys is it sounds like immersion. Um, graphics are important, but you guys are leaning more towards I want to interact. I want right these ideas of, of being able to control things within the game or have the game actually mm-hmm. um, constantly surprising you or or just some of that interaction stuff like 
you know, I think it would be cool to start using our mics that are built into our controllers and our cameras and our, you know, start allowing us to communicate with the game to an extent, mm-hmm. right? That'd be sweet. Um, Definitely. Just make it feel more real. I think yeah. that's I think I that's what to, I want to see in I the future. I think I'm leaning towards you guys on that for sure. But then some of this stuff, like we see these live concerts happening now and, um I mean, who who knows? You know, here in five years, yeah, that's are we truly going to be in a, a big Netflix thing for me. party kind of mode of, of gaming where we all just jump into this one game and it's a creative, um, mm-hmm. you know, creative. Uh, I don't know outlet of we're dictating what's happening, but then the game reacts in a way, you know, so you never have the same experience. Uh, you can essentially just get lost in your favorite world, uh, right? You know, maybe we are headed that direction. It's pretty wild, man. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, not to mention the leaps we've taken in VR in probably just the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, VR is one of those things that I'm very hopeful in the future. I'm not huge on it right now because I do feel like everything I've seen needs a little bit more tuning, especially mm-hmm. because I get very motion sick. So right. I, if, if I'm going to jump in there and spend time to get motion sick, I need it to be excellent. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's um, a lot of people like you and it's kind of got VR on the edge. And right, I, because and they want to push it, but there's so many people that still have a lot of issues with VR. Even the people who do okay with it, it's not like it's completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're still dealing with. I was just about to say extent. that. So, so for me, as someone that's nauseous. an early adopter, right? You know, I went and bought mm-hmm. the PS4 headset. Um, right. It's just now with the kids running around like crazy, it's a little too hard mm-hmm. to set up the cords, right. all the hookups. I'm just like, I don't feel like dragging that thing out. I want to play it, but right, it's not worth it. So I think. Now that we see well, wireless it fits specific needs, mm-hmm. specific timing. I sure. think it's at least established strong enough to where you're going to see uh, the companies really pushing to to you know make it better. You know so. when I'll I'll be on board to jump into some VR is when it's on Ready Player One's level. Yes, I'll be ready then. Sweet. <laughs> the I'll thing is, the thing that's funny about that you say that, but think about all the futuristic stuff we've seen in the past. And now the way we're living is like way better than what they actually predicted. Mm-hmm. So right. think of that with Ready Player Watch, right? Well, it was a good show, guys. I think we talked about everything we could. Uh, yep. If you if you like the show, check us out over on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch.tv. We're there. Uh, we stream, Everywhere. We stream pretty much at least once every weekend, maybe more. Um, yep. And if you want to support us, check us out over on Patreon. Um, slash Delirious Dads Gaming, and uh, throw us a little change that way if you uh, enjoyed yep. the show. And uh, with that said, stay delirious, stay dadding, and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.